Ahoy and welcome to the Mojo Podcast, part of Mike's Open Journal. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and that includes all things illness, wellness, stigma and support and most importantly some of your very own personal stories. We're going to be covering projects, campaigns, starting conversations and mentioning some of those tools that have supported your well-being. I want to say thanks for being part of the podcast, whether that's as a guest, as a listener, hopefully as a subscriber. I'm Mike, and while I'm being mindfully mindless, hopefully myself and my amazing guests will be able to show you that you're not alone out there. Thank you for being part of the Mojo Podcast. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realize how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to the Mojo Podcast and episode 172. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're surviving all of the storms that we seem to have uh, at the moment in the UK. So we have uh, we've survived uh, Kara, Kira, and we are currently experiencing Dennis. Uh, yes, it's 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 not great out there, um, but I don't know, I don't know. I mean, maybe we don't have it as bad in the south. I think yeah, it's. It's, it's bad weather, uh, but it's not really that traumatic. <laughs> We've had a couple of fence panels out here. I've put those back in today. Uh, we've got a couple of things that turned over, but it's really not that bad. Um, however, I think probably in a fairly sheltered area, so it's not too bad. But I hope you are, you're doing well and you haven't been too affected by the uh, recent storms in the UK. So today I am delighted to be joined by Charlie and Becca, uh, and we're going to be discussing their mental health project uh, and book that they have co-authored uh, and published and put together uh, along with 28 other authors so really interesting to have an insight from students that are working on a project that have put something together that is now available for us to go and look at to purchase um, really interesting I know we've had a, a couple of guests on in the last, uh, I guess, sort of three, six months-ish that have had mental health, well-being-related products. And I don't know about you, but there seems to be a much more of a diverse range of mental health-related um, projects and products that are coming out. And it's it's really interesting. I think it's really positive that so many people are engaging in kind of mental health and well-being sphere uh, and are trying to 
put together things to help improve and support people with potential struggles, potential symptoms, maybe just to help educate and raise awareness. Um, I think there seems to be a huge range now of, of ways that people are getting involved and in, in talking about mental health, which is absolutely amazing. There's a couple of really awesome um, kind of viewpoints and things that we discuss through this episode as well. So I really hope you enjoy it. And obviously, as always, the links to find out a little bit more about the book uh becca and charlie are at the end of the episode and in the show notes as well if you would like to come on yourself and share a little bit of information about your own story or your own experience you can find all the details over at mikesopenjournal.com and if you want to drop a message or have a chat and find out about a little bit more you can find me over at twitter at mike underscore douglas underscore um but yeah we'd love to to sit down and have a chat there's been so many amazing guests um i think in the what we 172 episodes i think we are probably starting to get close to 100 guests maybe um so it's been absolutely amazing delighted to have uh charlie and becca with me in this episode hope you enjoy it and here's this week's episode it's really nice to sit down and, and finally chat with you after I had my slight mishap with the recording um, last time. But um, how's your how's your sort of last couple of days been? How's your week been? Yeah, no, not too bad, thanks. Our week has been pretty busy um, in in terms of our uh, our project. Um, Becca and I have um, well, we're part of a company who's co-written a book um, all about mental health and young people speaking up about the issues that affect them. And so um, quite a lot of what we've been doing for the past week has sort of been around promoting that book and around trying to get the message out. So we were at a a mental health fair at a local school um, on Saturday, which was really good times, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a really successful day, actually. We got a lot of really useful and positive feedback, which kind of showed that a lot of people now are much more open and accepting to talking about it and really intrigued and quite impressed that um so young people are writing like as I said we've written a book about this and sort of talking mm. about it so yeah we've got a careers conference tomorrow where we're doing a presentation about it again so it's, it's been quite busy but it's all been sort of positive and moving in the right direction amazing so I, I I've spoken with a few people in the past that have spoken about the difference between kind of younger people and maybe slightly older generations and how we approach mental health and is is that something that's kind of obvious to you or are there subtle differences that you're seeing when you're working with younger people? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I think there definitely is a bit of a, a divide in, in the generation. I think maybe it's because it is just an older generation. It's a different, they've got a different sort of um, response to it or a different outlook on it. But I think mm. what part of the reason that we wrote our book is because we wanted to sort of close the gap between the generation and make it easier for um, young people to talk to their parents and make it easier for parents to understand. Um, yeah, no, I do find that um, in separate generations, especially, and and you do get this divide across different social groups, like I, I definitely think gender plays a role, but mm. there is a certain willingness yeah. to talk and willingness to share your feelings, um, which has been a really, a really powerful part of, I think, our um, particular journey with this mental health project um and i think there is you know there's various asymmetries between um who is more willing in general to share and open up yeah definitely 
I think it feels like um, younger people, not that they are still affected by kind of the stigma around mental health, but I think it's a bit more entrenched in older generations. Um, and younger people are maybe, like you say, a bit more willing to come forward. But generally, I think maybe because of that or linked to that, they're just also more educated and more articulate when they're talking about mental health than older generations. Yeah. No, I think I think it's now much more widely spoken about and I think it's it becomes more part of like our school curriculum and there's more support at universities now and at schools and um groups and clubs there is it's it's more sort of um you know the it has the commonality of the issues is sort of there so I think it definitely is more available I would say do you not think to younger people mm. yeah so um, having spoken a little bit about what your week's been like, um, it'd be really interesting just to hear a little bit more about both of you and um, how we've kind of got to the stage where we're talking about um, a book and mental health and, and young people. So just to hear a little bit more about who you are and how we got to today. Yeah, of course. Um, so, well, we're both students at the moment. Um, my name's Charlie. I'm an English student and I'm really passionate about writing. So I think that's definitely had an influence in in the direction of um, of our book that's that it's taken, um, and I I would say I you know uh, played a role in editing the book and obviously you know we all chipped in in it's co-authored so we yeah. um, there's a group of 28 of us actually who have um, each written different articles or chapters um, all focusing on different topics. And um, as, you know, one of the editors, I was in charge of bringing all those together and creating um, a book out of essentially different articles. Yeah, um, so I'm Beth and I'm the managing director. So I've kind of just been sort of the general sort of head of the company and kind of organising the team and sort of collaborating ideas and sort of bringing everything together. But I think what's really um, unique about our team, as Charlie said, is that the book is is written by 28 of us and our company is called Perspective because it is the idea is that we have different perspectives and we've written from a really wide range of um, topics like like social media and you know mental health but also about um, feminism and toxic masculinity and sustainability and um, bullying and like questioning your sexuality and it's all kind of we've written it all from our own experience and personal experience which I think makes much more it's much more personal read and it's quite a yeah it's quite an intimate relationship I would say with the sort of the reader so yeah yeah it's quite weird just to um <laughs> to have us dive in at this you know quite late or almost intermediate stage of our project yeah I guess you could say if we were taking it tracing it you know right back to the start um our school runs a scheme called Young Enterprise which a lot of um other schools do around the country and mm. um, basically that's all about sort of um young people who sort of create companies and, and, you know, have a bit of experience in the kind of professional world. Mm. Um, and Becca and I were really, really keen to join the scheme. But at the same time, we didn't really like the way that sort of, you know, profit is something yeah. that um, drives a lot of companies yeah. we see around us today. And the idea of, um, you know, taking on values for the sake of it and, you know, trying to tout your product as sustainable or something that's fashionable, but without making much of a, you know, significant difference. Yeah. Um, one, one phrase we, you know, like to say is uh, we were thinking less about income and more about the outcome. Yeah. Which is a bit cheesy, but we did want to have like a really positive effect with our project. So um, 
yeah we got some friends together and we we tried to think if there was anything you know positive or useful we could contribute to the world as you know teenagers, teenagers yeah. who might not have <laughs> particular you know specialist knowledge in any areas um and we just realized you know what was actually valuable um and what we know is we have this unique perspective I guess on growing up in the 21st century that um, a lot of adult specialists in mental health um, are you know one step removed from Mm. and I think um, in terms of representation it's really powerful to have someone like you who's going through similar things speak out about that experience I mean in a sense our whole project is just sort of letting others know who may be in a similar position that they are absolutely not alone yeah and I think that's what definitely separates us from as you said from professionals and other people who've had years of experience writing about this and um coaching people is that ours isn't our book isn't about necessary advice it's more about what we've experienced and what we can learn from that and then what knowledge that we can pass on to other people and as Charlie said letting people know that they're not alone and other people are facing the same problems and feeling the same way and I think from the response we've got so far I think we are starting to achieve that we hope yeah that's really interesting I think one thing that really sticks out is you you mentioned the the 28 authors and a range of different uh symptoms illnesses situations um that people might find themselves in and that must have been a very difficult thing to balance I guess the the time um and the the detail that you're giving to to each subject or to each illness when you're covering so much how did you how did you kind of decide what avenue you were going to go go down in regards to what you were covering or what you were giving more time to yes I think we when we started with this idea it was originally just going to be focused on sort of um, more exam tips more for young people and then we realized as a year we have quite a lot of experience I think good and bad with mental health and we had quite a lot to say about that. Um, so we wanted that to be a focus of our book, but then we realised that, you know, we didn't want, if we make it just about mental health, maybe that's not going to reach out to everyone. Mm. And so we thought, you know, there's many more um, kind of situations and scenarios and topics that, you know, we can talk about because people, you know, our friends experience. So then we sort of, I guess we just chose the ones that we knew we could talk about, but, but it, again, we weren't professionals and it's coming from, our own opinion yeah I guess in terms of the length and the depth of the different chapters in the book yeah um I mean so much of it as you must know is completely dependent on um how much people are willing to share and how much people are comfortable and happy with so we completely sort of um went with the authors and went with what felt right to them and um some you know there was some really, really brave writing in there, which, um, yeah, I mean, from the standpoint of a friend is quite hard to read, but really powerful, um, powerful stuff that I'm I'm so glad people felt brave enough to share. Yeah. Um, and and, you know, it, it does vary how how comfortable people feel talking about these things, um, yeah. as, as I'm sure you must be quite familiar mm. with. But, um, yeah, I would say we yeah. allowed the authors to dictate how much they wanted to write. Yeah, and I think it's also had a really a big impact on um, our friends in general, because I think we all it's really kind of raised the the commonality of these issues that we all that a lot of people are facing, but no one's really talking about. And it's made us as a as a, you know, as a group of people we're all kind of talking about them much more openly now, which I think is good. So not only 
is it hopefully going to affect the people who buy the book but also the also the authors themselves and i've learned loads just from reading the book and reading other chapters about topics i didn't know much about so that's really interesting because i think um in the in the last couple of weeks i'm trying to look at that in the last week or so oh it feels like it's so long ago now um we've had time to talk day and that kind of promotion of sharing stories and starting conversations um but i've also noticed a little bit this year and last year to some extent there seems to be like a desire to sort of say oh we've we've done enough story sharing or awareness raising something more needs to be happening um and i think Mm. to some extent that's right more does need to happen however i think it's really important there's this recognition of some people still aren't talking or listening or aware of these conversations and actually conversation starting and story sharing is still so important because as most of us know um it's a long long time before someone comes forward and and talks about what they're going through um so did you did you feel like actually there's still a real responsibility to to share the stories because like you say it's not necessarily about giving advice or driving action it's about making sure that people are aware of what other people are going through or what you might be going through yeah 100 percent. i think it's it's so easy especially with the um with the media to treat mental health almost as kind of like a a social issue to be picked up and to be seen as fashionable or not Mm. and then with the news cycle especially you know things things do kind of feel old and lose the sort of like glitter and the you know novelty that um opening up at first might have had but i think we have to um we do have a responsibility to keep the conversation going because it Mm. is still such a small percentage that feel comfortable to come out and say publicly this has happened to me Mm. and and yes these you know people who do that may be high profile and that's great but there's also something to be said for you know very normal people um just talking amongst themselves yeah and i think even if even if we are just sort of you know keeping the conversation going and getting people to talk about it i think although it's not as you say it's not enough change it is this it is a sign that change is starting to happen and i think it definitely is a step in the right direction but i completely agree there's much more a huge amount more um, effort and I think, you know, yeah, that needs to go into it. Yeah, there's there's some sort of saying, and I, I can't remember the whole thing right now, but it's sort of like, it's not your responsibility to tackle the whole issue, but it is your responsibility to do what you can. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a, um, <laughs> that attempt at the quote. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a really good one, though, because I think it's... Um, it's important to to remember that we don't want one person to do everything and I think there's also a really big argument to say one person shouldn't be doing everything if you are if you're engaged with kind of the story sharing side you shouldn't necessarily also feel the responsibility to be going out and doing other stuff as well like that can be your one thing that you're putting your time and your attention into um and having that recognition that that can be a, a huge, huge thing for someone, especially in a, a published book, to to share their story and to be open in that way. Yeah, definitely. 
no, um, we were very careful to keep our book completely anonymous to sort of, you know, protect the privacy of many of the authors and to make mm. sure everyone felt as comfortable as possible with sharing their mm. stories. But I do, I do get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, and I think even, I just think that all our, all our friends have written about certain topics that are quite sensitive and aren't really spoken about. I think they're just being really super brave about, even though it's anonymous, but I think even you know, writing what you've gone through and putting it, putting it into words and putting it on paper and then publishing that and letting it out to other people and letting them read. I think it's hard. And I think the thing that other people are reading about what you've experienced and that must be weird, but I think there's also quite a, a good, a good side of that. And I think hopefully it will have um, a positive and long lasting impact on other people. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a cathartic effect, if nothing else, for the authors themselves of sort of like letting out um, that yeah. kind of experience on paper. So is there um, uh, a reason why kind of mental health was particularly the focus of, of what you wanted to do? I know you mentioned the project and that desire to do more than just be an income thing. Um, mm. but is there a particular reason why you decided to do it around mental health rather than, I guess, other aspects of health or other social causes that could have been kind of the thing that you were focusing on um I think I think it was for a number of different reasons I think different reasons for different people I think um in our year there were many people who I said had experienced good and bad um experiences um with mental health and had some people who are sort of had come come out the other end of it and had learned from it some people were sort of still in the middle of it and I think some people are now kind of starting to realize that maybe they you know can relate to some of that so I think it's a lot of the fact that we were surrounded by people who had who could talk about it I think um I think also you know I think family members like I know because people from my family you can I can see and you can after like reading about it you can recognize it in other people and I think it's it's obvious that it's not sort of a it's not a kind of a rare sort of issue I think it is around and I think I think it's maybe it's not more prominent in younger people and maybe that we're just more comfortable talking about it yeah I guess I mean I know from from my standpoint um you know our entire point of the book is that these issues are so common but then that mm. sort of gets me thinking you know what what right do we have to be telling this story um and I think it's you know it's a it's a question that I do think about quite a lot but um I, I do think you know um, it, it's got to fall to someone and if there's a group yeah. of us that are, that are willing and ready then uh, you know we're happy to make a go of it yeah yeah I think uh, it's that side of you you are, are talking and, and story sharing and if someone wants to engage with that that's great and if they don't then they don't but I wouldn't necessarily be put off of of doing that in the future I think it's a really really positive thing and I think um, you've already picked up on some really beneficial things just for the authors as well in terms of sharing their own story and being part of a group of almost 30 people that are sharing elements of their struggles um, but hopefully also some of their successes as well um, and I think they're there's a real importance to that side of I, I really like that you mentioned that kind of it's not advice it's I guess it's the difference between maybe su support and advice um, yeah. but I think that's a really nice definition to make and actually there's a really important place for that um, and having people that are maybe more 
approachable, um, uh, are more accessible, are more real, uh, I think is a, a really important thing to do because it gives a probably a more reflective view on what someone might struggle or find themselves in a situation of if they do have certain symptoms or illnesses um, because so often I think um, you mentioned earlier like we see a celebrity or someone that's well known kind of come forward share their story and that's great but often through um, their celebrity or their wealth um, they are able to access services um, that many of us aren't and particularly at a speed that many of us aren't um, and I think through kind of talking with kind of in brackets real people um yeah, I mean I mean celebrities are still real people but yeah. anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's, it, it is that side of actually these are kind of uh real people with real situations that are just more reflective of what a lot of people are going through yeah definitely I I really like what you said about advice actually it's quite a contentious word in our group because mm-hmm. um especially when we were going through the editing process we um we looked at these um mental health articles and we had to think quite critically to ourselves and say you know what could there be any potential you know negative consequences of us giving advice and we decided that yes there actually could be you know hugely negative consequences of us giving prescriptive prescriptive advice of you know what worked for us when it may not you know have any effect or maybe even a detrimental effect to other people um and and so that's sort of you know we have sort of decided to keep it more anecdotal and more um like you said story sharing um and yes there is advice in there but it's all um a lot of it is taken from websites like mind.org and um nic and really great resources for you know clinically trialed advice that we know won't well we hope wouldn't harm anyone yeah but i think also what's the approach we've taken is that our book is um as our authors have, have been so brave our book is incredibly honest and i think there's something quite quite special and quite pure about that is that because it is it is so honest and there's no like sort of you know it hasn't been it's been edited but it hasn't been changed to make it mm. sort of a lighter subject or sort of easier to read and it is quite it's quite warm material but it's I guess that's nice if you were, you know, instead of reading a book where you think, oh, no, this is really good. This is, you know, what I'm struggling with. And you read it and actually it's been edited and it's, you know, you can't relate to that. I think hopefully, you know, people will relate to ours more. And I think that's what it's about is mm. the more honest you are with people, you know, the the better and the more responsive they're going to be back towards you, I think. I think so. I think that's a, a very kind of informed view to take on it. And like you say, you've got that that um kind of signposting and bits and pieces in there as well which is really important so it's having that having that balance but I think from what you said it's it's very clear these are personal stories and what has worked for some of these people or what hasn't worked Mm. isn't necessarily going to be the same for you um and I think that's that's completely fine um I suppose kind of linked into this this is this is a particular kind of project and and product um what do you kind of envisage happening with this and are there things that you're looking to do in the future either linked to the book or linked into mental health in the future um well I think we are kind of that is something we discussed at the moment what are our sort of future plans what we what where we sort of hope to take it next I think you know we are looking at doing sort of different um formats of the book and 
maybe upgrading it. But we also have um, our own podcast called Pod to Self, which sort of develops on and expounds on some of the issues we talk about. And it often um, we talk to the authors who wrote and talk more about you know their articles and their own experiences. So I think we will, and I think we'll carry that on. I think the sort of the message of um, opening up and talking more um, easily and comfortably about mental health, hopefully that will sort of pass on to our customers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Like Becca said, keeping the conversation going a bit, I think. Um, yeah. A podcast especially, it's such a great accessible medium for people to reach out to and for people to interact with because, you know, it can be um, immediately accessed, unlike a book. Um, mm. And also it's completely free at the point of the customer. So from that perspective, it's, you know, a really great way of, of reaching out and making, you know, quite a fair and, and equitable contribution, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where at the moment and we have spoken about writing another book on, you know, more issues or kind of in, in the future, um, kind of, you know, as we grow up and go to uni and stuff and the sort of different aspects you face and maybe more sort of um harder harder sort of topics like grief and um losing people so I think so that I think that's a potential but I think at the moment we've um we've got our product and we're really proud of it and I think we need to we're trying to keep promoting that and keep the conversation going so yeah that sounds really good it's it's nice it's always interesting to have that kind of insight as to um where people want to go in the future it doesn't have to be that you've got something clear in your mind but I think the fact that you're open to that idea of yeah there, there could be another book we don't feel the need for it right now but there could be yeah. um but also yeah definitely agree the the idea of having that opportunity for um people to share their stories in another way through through podcasts is a great way to do it and like you say actually it's again another accessible means of, of media for a lot of people and um depending on how they are reading the book um it's also potentially a more private way for some people if they're if they're kind of catching up or listening to something because they are maybe struggling privately and they just want to hear someone else is going through something similar I just want to hear someone else talk honestly um to be able to just put your headphones in and listen to a podcast for for 20 minutes or half an hour um I think is a a really nice way just to start to be aware there are other people there are other stories it's it's not just me but there is support available as well yeah no I completely agree um yeah that's that's sort of a, a big reason why we were um, really excited to get involved with the sort of uh, podcast area but um yeah I think I think what was good about the podcast is as we're doing now not only does it allow you to expand, expand on what we've written about but it also it, it is much more personal because you're hearing from yeah, you're actually hearing like the words people have written you know how they're saying them and you can tell sort of how how they feel about what they're saying so it's definitely much more personal and it's a it's a different way to to reach people um and much more interactive I think maybe more than a, than a book could be yeah I hadn't previously thought about what you said about it being a more sort of private experience but you know I'm really glad you brought that up because mm. yeah I do think it's a very valid point to me yeah yeah I think it's um I always feel like it's more relevant in my head because I I always I still think of books as physical books but yeah someone could be looking at an online version of um books and ebooks now so it's always trying to 
remember the book doesn't necessarily have to be a physical book but to me like that's just what I prefer so if I'm reading a book it's going to be a physical book and I just think of podcasts as being slightly more private and I just yeah I I think that makes them a little bit more accessible for some people but yeah it depends on how on how people are accessing things speaking of accessing uh, and using online sources um if people want to find out a little bit more about what you guys are doing about the book um where and how can they find out or get involved yeah um so as we mentioned before we have our podcast which is called pod to self um and that is available on apple Podcasts and spotify at the moment um and we're also really working on our social media presence at the moment um so you can find us on instagram so our company name is perspective um and the name of our book is Note to Self, with the idea being, you know, it's what we sort of would have wanted to tell our younger selves. Um, mm. And so you can find a perspective on Instagram, on Twitter, um, on Facebook. And we also have a website at the moment, which is the, probably the first port of call. Um, if anyone, you know, wants to find out more about our company, wants to maybe think about getting a book or even wants to have a look at our blog, um, which is another way yeah. we sort of uh, try and keep updated and um, interact a bit with our, um, with our network. Ace, and what is the website? Um, yeah, so the website is www.perspective-ye.org. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing a bit of... Um, your experience putting the book and the stories together and, and letting us know that um there's another um awesome resource for people to engage with and always love signposting to another podcast as well that's ace um so thank yeah. you so much for coming on and, and for sharing a bit of information with us and, and giving your time yeah, yeah. thank you for having us it's been yeah, really thank interesting you. Talk. thank you and, and i would like to say you know if anyone ever has any questions or that sort of thing please do feel free to reach out to, to us through any of those um any of those mediums and um, you know we'd, we'd love to talk pretty much yeah oh awesome well thank you so much and uh hopefully we get people interested in the book maybe a couple of sales and at the very least get a few people go and check out the website and your social medias as well yeah that sounds good awesome thank, thank you. you bye thanks mike bye These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. So I told her everything and her face dropped. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate Yeah, It's difficult dealing with our minds. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.